Pringles and caviar are the high-low snack the world didn't know we needed. <laughs> the high-low. I like that. <laughs> but the combination is simply delightful, says the CEO of Caviar Company. We expertly paired our high-quality sustainability source caviar and roe with Pringles flavors that complement each other in taste, aroma, and texture. Great. Make sure to get all your marketing in there on your little <laughs> yeah. high Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. It's up 13, Wisconsin's Morning News. Article in the Washington Post caught my eye, and I didn't even read it. Because the headline alone was enough with the two-sentence description. Because I already knew the rest. Here's the headline. It's, this is all about modern-day phone rules. Okay, headline is... The new phone call etiquette, text first and never leave a voicemail. The rules for phone calls have changed. Here are the basics on when and how to make a phone call and why you should think twice before leaving that voicemail. Hello, no one is available to take your call at this time. Please leave a message after the tone. So the text first, I've noticed that for a long time. And I don't know about friends or whatever. But if you, have to, if you have to talk to someone on the phone, like it's more than we can have a text conversation, what I've noticed is in business communications or, you know, I was on boards if I needed to talk to somebody who was one of my fellow board members mm-hmm. or if I were going to have a conversation about a story I was putting together here, I would text the person first and say, do you have time for a call? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, because... When did no- that start? Uh, I don't know, the last 10 years or so, last five years or so. I mean, who has time to listen to a voicemail? Oftentimes, if I see I miss a call, I just pick up the phone and call them back anyway. <laughs> Without listening to yeah. the voicemail. Well, I left it in your, oh, no, I didn't listen to it. Just tell me. <laughs> why don't you just tell me what you wanted to I don't. Why don't you just tell me what you were going to say? I don't, I don't think my kids know how to access their voicemail. Like, I don't know that they've ever, and so I won't leave them one, but on occasion, like my wife or I have, you know, had something to communicate to them that we did not fully text. And just say, did you get my voicemail? Oh, I saw you called. I'm like, yeah, there's the little <laughs> thing. Did you listen Return. to No, they just didn't. Well, see, I always see it like it's a different level of importance. So, like, if I see my phone ring and it's Angie or even right. a, a friend of mine or somebody, Something's I'm like, oh, up. okay, I'll grab this, you know, just because I would assume that means it's at a higher better level. Better be good. Yeah. Better This better be good. What do you need? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that do you have time for a call? Set it up. No, used to be when the phone no rang, time. you couldn't. You were diving to get the phone when you were a kid, right? right? Ooh, someone's oh calling. Gosh. Sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After a wild win in Week 3, the Green Bay Packers now shifting their focus to a divisional rival, the Detroit Lions. Head coach Dan Campbell and his team coming into Lambeau Field on Thursday night, having won the last three matchups between the two teams. For Packers head coach Matt LaFleur, he knows the test for his young team won't be an easy one. I just think you see a tough, gritty group. Uh, they, they're an effort-based team, and you can see it all over the tape. No matter what phase you put on, uh, they're going to give you everything they got. And they're a team that they're never out of the fight. You, gotta, you know you're going to battle a full 60 minutes. The Packers did not have practice on Monday, but head coach Matt LaFleur did meet with the media indicating guys like Christian Watson, David Bakhtiari, and Elton Jenkins would not have participated if the team did hold a practice. Now, despite some of those injuries on offense for the Pack, quarterback Jordan Love in only three weeks 
has established quite the trust in number 87. Romeo makes plays all the time down there. That's, that's kind of our bread and butter. Um, you know, he's a great receiver that's going to go up and, and he has super strong hands and he's going to come down with it. So, um, you know, it, it wasn't working for us a couple of times, and, um, but that's something that we, we just got to keep going at it. You know, I felt like if we just keep going, one of them's going to hit. Um, and that's what we did. And, you know, I got all the faith in the world and trust in Romeo, and he's going to go up and make that play. So I'm going to keep feeding him. The Packers will hold the practice later this afternoon, and the injury report should follow it after that practice. The Milwaukee Brewers are back in action tonight, looking to clinch their second division title in three years. Brewers broadcaster Sophia Minnert joined Wisconsin's Morning News on Monday morning, urging all fans to get out to the ballpark tonight for what could be a special evening. If you can come out tonight, this team has been so fun to watch. Um, they love the fan support. It makes a huge difference to them, you know, when they feel that support. So it uh, it should hopefully be a very fun night. With a win tonight or a Cubs loss, Milwaukee could clinch their second division title in three seasons. Adrian Hauser will be on the mound tonight for the Brew Crew as our coverage will begin right here on WTMJ at 6 p.m. You can't go to sleep tonight without checking that final score. Man, got to know. It could be, <laughs> like you said, to clinch at home and to have the streamers and the confetti and the champagne and all the stuff. You know what's Let's funny? It. It's two years ago today they celebrated at American Family Field in 2021. So here's division. a question. So the Cubs are on the East Coast playing Atlanta, so they're Eastern time zone anyway. So if if their game ends before the Brewers game and they lose, and the Brewers lose, do they still fire off? uh, Yeah, they do, but it doesn't feel the same. They're they're gonna yeah, they absolutely will because they're clinching. As the Cardinals are shaking hands, just (laughs) right. Oh, by the way, we also (laughs) clinched our thing. Get off our field. Just (laughs) to hell with it. Just win tonight. All right. Just win and let's be done with it. All right, and then coast on into the playoffs. 7.20 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Seven twenty three on Wisconsin's Morning News. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski live on the line with us this morning. Niz, can I get in on some of this rain? Don't don't fall apart on me here. <laughs> I think we're in good shape. Okay, <laughs> We're in good shape, yeah, but it's been hanging out inland for most of the morning. But as you look at the radar screen, each individual little cell is almost moving like south to north, if not even like northwest away from us. But the natural progression of this blob of rain on the radar uh, as it kind of regenerates will be shifting eastward. And we've been seeing that trend. Um, now it's into Brookfield, Wauwatosa, even starting to see some. Uh, and eventually all of Metro Milwaukee will get in on some of this. So the headline reads, Niz, an El Nino winter is coming. What does that okay. mean? Okay. Ooh, I like that. Well, <laughs> that, that means warmer, right? Yeah, warmer te- typically. It depends if it's a strong El Nino or weak El Nino. Um, but in general, um, if it's a substantial El Nino, it would be warmer uh, than normal and also more precipitation. So that could result as some wet, heavy snow events or it could result in you know just some rain events for us here in southeastern Wisconsin. I've yet to really dive into the seasonal stuff. I'm someone who, who doesn't get too crazy with it. I'll look at um, the C, uh, the Climate Prediction Center with NOAA. They have their team of people who issue their report. Put it this way. I would much rather use my time for a couple hours reading their report and then me spending 
hours upon hours and days upon days trying to come up with my own forecast, whereas there's a team of like 50 meteorologists who decided to do the same thing. So, uh, but, <laughs> but what I, what I do I'll also read the executive do, summary. <laughs> exactly. Um, what I do do is I, I look at um, what's something that's called Arctic oscillations. And what you can see is um, starting this time of the year, you can start to see those first few dips of like polar air. And what you could end up doing with that is timing those out. You can get the frequency of how many there are, and then you time them out, and like a pattern forms that usually holds through most of winter. So what I'll do is I'll kind of map that out, and you'll get an idea of how many times we'll get like a punch of like some serious cold, which really kind of dictates the overall pattern as well. And actually, in terms of the short-term forecast, we got another nice weekend coming. You got 80 still in the forecast. Dude, this weekend looks like <laughs> yeah. straight up summer. Yeah, I mean, like, not not like seventy. Like, yeah, I think eighty is a very good bet. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, um, I got a soccer tournament, Croatian tournament, uh, Croatian Park uh, this weekend that. Uh, the kids are going to need to, you know, being hydrated. It's going to feel like summer. I mean, the humidity is going to be there. We're looking at 80s both days. It looks dry, too. And it looks like this continues into at least the first part of next week. Monday could be 80s. Tuesday could be 80s. Yeah. And then we fall back into the 70s by Thursday next week. But, yeah, this looks to be like we have at least a week plus of temperatures way above normal. Nice. Keep bringing it. Thanks, Niz. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks, bud. How about that? Like, I'll, I'll take as much fall as you can bring me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Give me, give me a couple of these nice days, right? Feels like they're in shorter time. How about Nisnansky? Didn't seem fully sold on the El Nino that, being a, being a done deal. I appreciate He's that. Got to do more research. I'd rather him do the research. I'm glad you dropped that on him. You put it on his radar yeah. today. Yeah. So right. now he'll look into it. I am El Nino. All other tropical storms must bow before El Nino. <laughs> Yo soy El Nino. For those of you who don't habla Espanol, El Nino is Spanish for the Nino. Brewers manager Craig Council, our guest on Brewers 360 at 745. How about some caviar with those Pringles? Pringles is joining forces with a caviar company to create new luxury snack kits. The crisps and caviar collection will feature Pringles sour cream and onion, original and barbecue flavors, paired with the caviar company's classic white sturgeon caviar and smoked trout roe. The kits are available for purchase at Pringles and Caviar.shop with prices ranging from $49 to $140. I love these mashups. Like, let's find a way to make some easy news and get some attention. So we'll just mash up two random things. Like, does Pringles call caviar companies? Hey, uh, what, do you, what do you think? You know what we should do, right? Pringles and caviar are the high-low snack the world didn't know we needed. <laughs> the high-low. I like that. <laughs> but the combination is simply delightful, says the CEO of Caviar Company. We expertly paired our high-quality sustainability source caviar and roe with Pringles flavors that complement each other in taste, aroma, and texture. Great. Make sure to get all your marketing in there on your little <laughs> yeah. High-quality, sustainable, blah, yes. blah, 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 corporate speak, blah, blah. <laughs> Good for you guys. This news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at steinhoffels.com.
742 Wisconsin's Morning News. I mentioned a little show and tell. If you're watching us on the live stream, I'm going to show you the new shirts that the Brewers had made up for the postseason. They say, take October. Like they hear You take the mic here as I step away. Yep, it says, take October. It's gorgeous. I like the color. I like the font of that. It's a good-looking shirt. Like? Huh? Nice. I love it. Okay, good. It'll be better it's when good. it says... Division champions. Division champions. So how can <laughs> how can we see that on on the live stream? Oh yeah. If you uh, well, we're YouTube. You can uh, if you're on the website wtmj.com. Just click. WTMJ.com. <laughs> me. It's like the new Rick roll. <laughs> just bait me into saying wtmj.com. You can do it dot com too. That's the way I do it. Dot com. I'm dot coming right now. Not common right now. National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620. Text the word WATCH, and you can see inside the studio. Take October. Let's get out quick because we got Brewers manager Greg Craig Council joining us on Brewers 360. Spend some time with the skipper here as we are on the front end of hopefully locking things up tonight. That's next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers are back to work tonight following their day off on Monday. The St. Louis Cardinals coming to town with the Brewers' magic number to clinch the division still remaining at one. With a win tonight or a Cubs loss, Milwaukee would clinch their second division title in three seasons. Coverage of tonight's game can be heard right here on WTMJ beginning at 6 p.m. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive. And this morning we're joined by Brewers manager Craig Council. Morning, Craig. Good morning. Okay, so a Cubs loss would do it for you, but you'd sure like to drop a 16 spot on somebody tonight and <laughs> just charge on in and wrap this thing up. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely a win is, uh, you know, the goal tonight. It's, um, you know, but the division is division. You win it any way you can, and, um, you know, we got six days to do it. Seems like so the Cubs are East Coast time, so they'll be about an hour ahead. Yeah, What's six twenty p.m. What is uh, what are the the uh, dugout rules in terms of guys keeping a, you know one eye on the Cubs game while while you've got your game going on? No, I mean there's there's no rules. You just you take care of the job in front of you, and uh, playing a major league game is hard enough, and it keeps you focused. So you you worry about that. Um, you know, obviously. You know, the scoreboard flashes right in front of you know your eyes, so you're going to see scores. But, um, you know, you take care of your business in front of you. Skip, you guys have had a good run here the last few years getting into the postseason. So when you clinched at least a spot in the postseason during your road trip here, when you got home, did the family celebrate with you? Or was this like, oh, home, dad's back? <laughs> no, you know, this is, this is when it's your life for, for – going on 25 30 years um you know it, it's work and and so it's your job and um we're on to much more um what would seem to be uh you know just daily daily stuff and daily concerns about right. family life but um you know it's um we we feel like we're giving our fans a, a chance to hopefully seeing something special and um you know we want you get a shot at every year and the the postseason is a uh, a quick snapshot, and it happens really fast. And um, you know, it, it's some magic's got to happen to to have a great postseason run, and that's what we're that's what we're shooting for this fall. Craig, when we talked last week, you mentioned that it that it matters to the guys when the house is live, when the place is full, when fans are into it. I think fans are heartened to to know that because we go there, and you know, we enjoy this. I've 
been a Brewers fan my entire life, so I like to think that when I'm it's out there, wee. right, screaming my <laughs> screaming to the top of my lungs, that somebody's hearing that, and I and I loved hearing you say that it matters. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't stress that enough. I think it's the it's what every player craves, you know, and it's like that free, it's like that motivation for players um, that they're, you know, when they're going after it every single day, um, you know. When there's people there, you just you want to do it for the people, and because it's it's it it fires you up. So it's always something that's special. Um, I know I'm sure you know I can guarantee you players are thinking about it tonight. What's what's the stadium going to be like tonight? What's the atmosphere going to be like? Um, and, and we're hoping for something special. Any news you can share about outfielder Garrett Mitchell? Would he be able to make a contribution here near the end of the season? Uh, Garrett's not going to be active for the end of the season. Um, we're still, uh, he, he, you know, he finished playing, um, and, and that's a good sign. Um, so he's, he's still on the injured list. He will join us in Milwaukee, um, but, uh, not, will not be active. Craig, down the stretch here, so you wrap this thing up, you know, uh, early here in these next several games, uh, how does that change what you do in terms of lineup, who you trot out there, pitch counts, all of that, all of that stuff, once you've got it locked in? Yeah, I mean, I think we all, you always got to plan for, for what's next. Um, right now, nothing has changed. And so um, we'll just, you know, assume nothing has changed and, and work towards that. So there's scenarios that you're always um, working on for, for what's next. But I think it's important that we keep our head on kind of what's going on right now um, and, and not get not get to that point right now. So that's what we're going to do right now is just worry about uh, worry about today and we're, we don't have the division locked up and until we do we'll we'll uh, focus on that. Greg, we talked to Matt Arnold last week and he made the comment that he's not sure if he likes to wear goggles when you guys celebrate because he likes the sting of the champagne <laughs> in his eyes that. a little bit. That were his words, he likes the sting. Are, are you a uh, goggles guy or no? Yeah, I, I, mean, I agree with him. I'm, I'm with him there for sure. I think, uh, you know, that's that's the kind of know you're alive type, uh, type thought, and I'm, I'm with him for sure. Hey, last thing for you, Craig. You know, you've been around the organization a long time since your childhood. In addition to how much wrapping up the division and making a deep run here would mean for you, how about some of the other folks in the organization? I'm thinking of Uke. You know, you've had a great relationship with Bob, as as we all sort of feel like we have right. over the years. How much it would mean for Bob to bring a championship here to this town and and others in the organization? Yeah, I mean, I you know, there's this small thought always, um, you know, going home from Miami, you're disappointed a little bit, but but on the other hand, I was like, well, now you get the you get the call it, so right? Then you're you're excited about that, and it makes you happy for sure. And I think, yeah, look, we've all had that thought on our mind about you know, Bob, like just calling world series games and, and having that shot to do that and, and traveling with us during the postseason. So um, there's, there's always, you know, when, whenever we think about a loss and thinking about where we're going, thinking about what we can do for Bob, you here is, is, you know, it's always one of the first things that comes to your mind. Awesome. Well, eye on the prize. We'll get it done first. Hope we can fill the place for you tonight, Craig and uh, best of luck here down the stretch run. All right. Take care guys. Thank you. Mark Tauscher is up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea Man. I am out in West Lafayette, baby. Innovative. I don't know from a college city standpoint, it's definitely unique. 
put it that way. And Packers Hall of Famer. You just go, you like go to Ann Arbor, Columbus, Madison, you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and then there's West Lafayette. It's time for Tausch. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Tausch, you had to see the Taylor Swift at the uh, Chiefs game the other night, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, actually, there was our trivia contestant yesterday on our show didn't, and I think he was the only person in the entire United <laughs> States that did not know that Taylor Swift was at the Kansas City Chiefs game. So, so we were thinking, like, who, when you were playing, was pulling star power to Lambeau Field? And what was the reaction of the rest? Because there's, there's no way... Travis Kelsey is not taking some from the fellas over bringing her there and all the rea- the the over the top reactions. Hey, how about your new girlfriend there? Yeah, I I can remember um, Cliffy was good buddies with Justin. Tim- or good buddies is very loosely quoted. But, uh, <laughs> Justin Timberlake came yeah, with yeah, I, I think that. it was Jessica Biel and the dude from Dawson's Creek. Uh, they all came. And I can remember Cliffy saying, hey, we should go meet up with these guys before the game. And I'm like, "Uh, no, we have a game. But all of our families, they all tailgated together. And I don't think anybody was, you know, I don't know if there was a player that was dating any, uh, like a Kelsey. And first off, I don't know, is there, with the way the media landscape is now, and everything's fragmented, bigger star, Madonna in the day or Taylor Swift in today's fractured landscape who do you guys got boy that's a tough question uh, I, I'm, I'm like the morally safer of this show <laughs> that's an excellent question <laughs> i would say well i would my initial thought would be like well madonna had a good run there however taylor swift has had a very good run too and she's got a long way to go and well, she's uh, madonna was a huge star and I don't know if she's still considered. I'm sure she's still, if she goes, she does concerts. I don't know if Taylor Swift, when she's 60, will be doing it. But I, you can make a really good argument. She may be the most famous woman on earth right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, you know, pound for pound, a bigger brand, basically, because you have that ability to develop your brand through multiple platforms, as you sort of alluded mm-hmm. to, Tausch. However, Madonna was like, like a change maker. Taylor Swift's doing what others have done and doing it better and all the whatever, but Madonna was just so different Ooh, at the time. She was shockingly different. Remember, like, you know, yep. some conservative adults were like, oh, what's, you know, and she, the imagery and the like a virgin and all that stuff, like, she changed things. So, but if Madonna had gone to a football game in 1989 or something like that to see one player. Would that guy's wow. jersey increase by 400%? Like the, the, the sales for Travis Kelsey right now for his jersey are through the roof now, all because of her. Yeah, no, I don't think so because she dated, I want to say like Jose Canseco, and I don't think Canseco's jersey went through. I think part of it is Kelsey, obviously, with their podcast, are, are very popular. But dating Taylor Swift, and then I don't know if you saw the uh, – the way she exited, I think they put her in like a popcorn, uh, like basically like the carrying case that you take put food. They put her in there to get her out of there without people going crazy. That's how big of a deal she is. So uh, to answer your initial question, Eric, I who's busting Travis Kelsey's tail about 
get you know dating, getting you know with Taylor Swift. I think everybody's probably thinking the same thing, man. Good on you. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think there's got to be a little of way out of your league, brah. Yeah, I'm sure there is. And I loved Belichick's quote. And you can imagine Bill Belichick, who is the most like monotone dude of all time. You can't get anything from him. He basically said, you know, Kelsey has made a lot of great catches in his career. I don't. Th- I think this will be his greatest catch of all. <laughs> if he, if he we'll talk again tomorrow, Talish. Thanks, my friend. All right.